how was the weekend? Yeah, good. Um, just trying to think. We had a, the band had a, a rehearsal on Saturday past there, so that, that went pretty well, you know, just the, the sort of world's prep and getting ready for, for that. And this, this come, sorry, this is Monday, yeah, uh, this Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. Good, though. It was good. Nice. And you have uh, practices every night this week or just like two nights, three nights? So this week um, we're doing tonight, uh, Monday night and Thursday night. Um, we originally had a Tuesday scheduled, but that's been sort of abandoned because there's a quartet playing at the uh, the, the quartet event at Piping Live. Oh, so, true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there was a bit of a, a, a scheduling error there on my part. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so we've only got the two nights, but then we're we're playing. You know, we've got our four performances on on two on Friday and then two on Saturday, so we'll be playing lots anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And that usually you do. No, I was just going to say, if, if it's not right by this point in the year, then it's not going to be right. You know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The hard work should have been done already. Um, but do you uh, do you guys usually practice on the Thursday before uh, before the like the Friday performances or? So re our regular practice nights would be a Monday and a Wednesday. That'd be our regular sort of rehearsal nights. <clears throat> um, but this right. this week's it's just a bit different this week, you know. Um, and of course, you've got right, the. Right concert on the Wednesday night and there's there's a few of the guys usually get tickets to go to that and stuff so makes sense just to move it to right. Thursday yeah it makes sense makes sense cool and then um yeah this is the last competition uh, of the of the season um that, that's kind of crazy but um yeah i wanted to kind of talk about you know yourself like you know i'm hoping that some people that are listening or will be listening you know that they, they don't necessarily know too much about you i, I hope that they do <laughs> but uh uh you know you you're from scotland uh and then uh, originally from Bathgate, isn't it um and uh you've been with scottish power for a few years yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Scottish, uh, <clears throat> originally from Bathgate, <laughs> which is sort of, you know like a suburb of, of Bathgate, the town. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, Scottish Power. I've been there now. I was trying to work this out just the other day. I think, I think it's like <clears throat> this is either my sixteenth or seventeenth season now. Uh, I was appointed. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, I'll tell you what, though, it doesn't seem like that. <laughs> it, it definitely really? doesn't. I must yeah. join. It. Yeah, yeah, I must still be enjoying it because it it really doesn't seem like that that length of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that this is like season number sixteen because um, I've been in the post just slightly longer than my daughter's been alive. So yeah, she's fifteen. So I think right. is that how you is that how you put one on one? You just think about when, when your daughter was born. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, um, yeah. and then you saw two leading drummer. You had two leading drummer during that that time, right? Barry and and Jake. Now that's right. I so when I joined the band, uh, Barry Wilson was the leading drummer, and he was there up until I'm sure Barry's last season was 2014. So Barry mm -hmm. was there. I joined the band in 2006. So Barry was there for a good 
a good part of that. Um, and then Jake, uh, so Barry retired, um, and uh, Jake was appointed the leading drummer um, at the end of the 2014 season. So Jake's first season would have been the 2015 season, yeah. Yeah, so, and... Um, 2015. Yeah, he's been there. So he's been there, what, a good couple of years. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy how time flies. You know, uh, you always think about your your daughter's age versus how much you, how long you've been uh, Scottish Power, but it's a, it's a good way to remember for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, one thing, like you know, I messaged you about it, but I've always you know you've always been very future forward about. Um, I remember a conversation. Um, where you were talking about, you know, when a pipe measure of the bank comes in and they have to do, you know, by the right and, you know, pipes up, pipes down, like that takes like, you know, a certain amount of time um, for, you know, performance or, or at least the bagpipe to kind of like uh, not be up to where it, it, it should be. But also, I think it was last year. Or, no, it was not last year, but uh, right before COVID, you had like this... Um, the uh, the paper the wrap paper around the channel you know for the the song you have all those like amazing ideas always that they are very non traditional I would say and that comes with your music as well which is very non traditional um, can you like tell me about like how you know think about about extreme one of the album that you had which I loved like I remember a few years ago listening it over and over I thought it was it was cracking but um, what's like uh, like, what's your inspiration? How do you come about, you know, think about those ideas maybe as the band or, or solo, like doing the albums, like you, do you have a, 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 do you have a tip? Do you have something that, you know, you do? And it's, it's a, it's a weird one to be honest with you. Like if you look at the sort of, you know, the CDs and the albums and that kind of solo sort of stuff, like the composition um, aspect of what I do, most of the ideas that I get for uh, tunes and, and composing and stuff like that just completely come out of nowhere. Like they just, you know, I don't ever <laughs> deliberately sit down and try to compose a tune because I always find that if I, if I make myself do that, then um, it usually ends up not being too good. Um, whereas, yeah. you know, so, but the downside to that is that I'm, there are occasions where, you know, I'll go for a long period of time without actually having any any ideas or there's not nothing happening composition-wise and things like that um, because the head's full of other stuff, you know, like there's other things going on. Right. And I think what happens there is that, that, that creative part of whatsoever, whatever's going on inside uh, doesn't get a chance <laughs> to sort of do its thing, you know. Um, but, yeah, certainly I... I've always found, I mean, when I was, when I was young, um, like a teenager and things like that, I started composing at quite an early age. Um, but I used to find when I was a teenager, like I was writing every day, pretty much. Um, because, oh, really? what does a teenager have to worry about, you know, other than going to school or whatever. <laughs> um, so there was lots exactly. of, there was in my head for, for that, for the, for those, probably for those ideas and things like that to formulate. But the older I've gotten, the more things start to happen. I suppose the more responsibilities you end up taking on and things like that. Your head's that head mm -hmm. gets filled up, you know. So that's the kind of composer right, side. Right, right. But when it comes to um, like 
let's take a look maybe at, at the music that we play with the band um, and the medley construction right. stuff and all that kind of thing. I've always been a very sort of firm advocate of playing tunes or music that you enjoy playing. Um, it's never a case right. of trying to be different for the sake of being different. Um, the few years ago, we uh, did quite an interesting arrangement of um, a Pebra in Medley. That's uh, right. Sorry, I'm just going to off. Um, we, we still play, actually, some Pebra just now. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we actually took a, a Pebra and, and sort of properly, um, had properly arranged it for the Medley. It was the Flame of Wrath. Uh, was the P-Brook. Um And that idea actually took, a, a, probably, I think I had the idea maybe a good six years before it actually made its way into a medley. Um, oh, you thought about it, it for took, multiple years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The idea had been sort of floating around for a good number of years before it actually happened. Um and then eventually I was just like, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. Um, and it, it sort of took shape and evolved. And I really, really enjoyed that medley. It was it was different because it wasn't, you know, your your usual sort of shape or construction. Right. Um, it was unique. That, yeah, it was unique, yeah. Um, because of that, you either liked it or you didn't like it. And it was really that simple. Um, and that was... That was, it was an interesting reaction. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, music is music. Whether we're talking about pipe bands or we're talking about, you know, uh, chart music or any kind of music, music's music. You either like it or you don't, you know. Yeah. We tend to be yeah, yeah, insular. Yeah. You know, when we're, when we're talking about pipe bands and things like that and, and stuff like that, we're, I think we're quite guilty of being quite insular about how we look at it and sort of, you know, there is the tradition and things like that, and, and that's to be fully respected. Like, I fully respected the, the traditional uh, side of what we do um, because it's a challenge, you know, like, it's 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 a challenge. But when it comes to the creative side, we're allowed to be a wee bit more creative, and, and that the platform for that is a medley, the, the pipe band medley, you know, right. uh, competitive. <clears throat> I think there's like a, an expectation that it has a certain format. Um, and, and again, I sort of, um, I agree with it. I do agree with the, the, the having the sort of, the, the kind of format there, because otherwise, you know, what are you trying to achieve? Like, so I'm going to say format. Place, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, particular types of tunes. I mean, you know, if we look at, I don't know too much about it, um, the only experience that I have of it, but the, the whole Breton scene, um, and that, that mm -hmm. I went over and, and competed that one time with the Bagad, and it was a fantastic experience. But if you look at what the guys are doing, there's still a format there. There's still particular types of dances or, or, or time signatures and tunes contained within these medleys. So there is a format, there is a structure. Um, but within that structure, you can play with the boundaries of, of what you're, you know, what that the music that you're bringing to that, um, and so mm -hmm, therefore, exactly. you know, using that kind of that kind of um, thought process, you're then, you know, well, why wouldn't you put a P-Brook in there if if it can be made to work so that musically it makes sense? Um, then why wouldn't you? You know, um, so it's not mm -hmm. a case of 
right, I do this because I want to be different from everybody else. It's a case of the idea happened. Um, and I was like, actually, that's potentially got some, some, you know, some substance to it. Um, then sat on it and kind of baked it and thought about it. And, you know, uh, eventually it made its way to the medley and we ended up with something that I was really quite happy with in terms of the, the, the overall structure the of result. that medley. It was, it was yeah, yeah. the end result. Was, and it was enjoyable to play. And I think that's always a good, a very important, and but a good sign of, um, because if you've got a team of, let's say, talking, say, 40, anywhere between 40 and 50 people, playing music and the majority or all of those people and, and enjoying performing that piece, be it a medley or a march of Spain or whatever else, um, then you're going to get the best from these people. But also, it's a strange one, you know, sometimes you'll play a medley that you've put together and, you know, I've put together medleys pretty much every, a new medley every year for the band and sometimes You'll you'll get a, you'll hit on a medley, and it's like you've no sooner have you started playing this piece that it's finished because it's so, it's so enjoyable and you don't see the individual components of it. It's just one big thing, and it, it's because you're enjoying yourself playing the music so much. It's over before it started, you know. And then other times right. you get other ones where you're like, oh God, we're only halfway through this here. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm happy I'm not playing that one anymore. Yay! <laughs> That's funny. But if we take if we take that then towards some of the other things that we've done, like you know, like the the mylar wraps that we had on the bag covers and things like that, that's just right, a right, case right. of you know we have an issue. How can we address this issue and and so that it's no longer a, a, a problem for us anymore? And you know, it's funny how things like obviously playing outside. Because um, what we do is very much an outdoors instrument, right? Particularly with pipe bands and the competitions and things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, you're exposed to all the elements. So it could be rain, and most of the time that's going to be true here in Scotland. Um, but also, it could be brilliant sunshine. And that does happen. Not very often, but it does happen. Um, and the covers, so we, you know, on the, the, the pipe bag itself, we, we have like uh, material covers just to make it look good so the pipe the pipe bag cover um in a lot of cases is a dark material right um the ones that we use are black so when you have got you know brilliant sunshine shining down onto this black cover what happens is it heats up and when it heats up that heats up the bag which are inside and it causes problems with tuning and pitch and the tone and things like that so i started thinking about it because we had played at a contest and it was a brilliant day weather, like a fantastic day weather-wise. I think it must have been in the high 20s, you know, which, you, you know, is very high for here in terms of temperature. It's <laughs> um, pretty good in Scotland, so, yeah. <laughs> that's a good day. Um, so, but we had been competing in this brilliant sunshine. <clears throat> and when we, when we had come off after having uh, played our performance and stuff, you know, the performance itself, it was what it was. It, it was okay, um, but the sound suffered because of the sun. And so I started thinking about this, and I was like, in actual fact, once we come off, I just happened to put my hand on the front part because it's the front part that gets the most of the right. most of the, the sun. Um, I just happened to put my hand on on the front of the bag, 
and it was roasting hot, like proper roasted hot. Um, and it stayed like that for a good 10 to 15 minutes afterwards. So then I'm thinking, there must be a way for us to reflect that sunlight so it's not getting a chance to heat the bag up. So then I'm thinking, right, what have we got that we could use out there? Tinfoil? Nah, it's not going to work. Um, uh, various different things. And the first time we did it, back in 2019, we actually used that, um, I'm sure it's called this Mylar, I'm sure it was de developed by NASA for like the space shuttles and all that. Um, it's like bubble wrap, but it's got like a foil on the top and the bottom. Oh, of it, right? right, 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 yeah. What we used the first time we did it. Um, and it worked really well. And of course, through the, the sort of process of, of trying to figure it out and all the rest of it, I did a couple of wee sort of really basic experiments, like taking two bag covers um, and then taking like a temperature probe and putting it inside the bag cover and then setting it out in the, in the brilliant sunshine and measuring what was happening. So I covered up the front of one of them with the mylar and put the temperature probe inside and the other one just left it with nothing on it with the temperature probe inside. And there was a difference, I think, of it was about 10 or 15 degrees because of that concentrated sunlight on the black the black bag cover. Wow. Now, that's where you're, that's where it causes problems for you, for your tuning and things like that. And then if you, if you add on top of that, and the even worse scenario is a cloudy day with breaks in the, in the cloud and the sun coming in and out and in and out and in and out. That yeah, causes yeah, yeah, that yeah. chaos. <laughs> and, so, uh, um, that's the difference between piping and drumming right there <laughs> uh, 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 it definitely makes life a bit more uh, interesting and challenging uh, on a sunny day yeah uh, so it does so you know as much as we moan about the weather here um an overcast day but warm's like the perfect scenario for us really you know yeah yeah anyway yeah. The, uh, awesome. really, really well yeah, it worked really, really well. And then it, we've kind of taken that up, took it a bit of a stage further now, and we've not, we're not using the bubble wrap stuff anymore. We're using um, the, you know, the blankets that the like paramedics and things use mm -hmm. to keep people yeah. warm or or what. Uh, yeah, so it's it's very, very thin and very, very lightweight. So we're we're actually using that now instead. Oh, I see. I love how you improve, you know, or kept thinking about it even during the pandemic and doing experiments and and i love the story behind it you know i think you see on uh obviously now that, that i live in, in the us i only see the video but you know you, you see the video and you're like wow that's interesting like not all the bands are doing it um but you don't know the backstory and like what went uh, you know behind the scene to, to actually have this um going on so this is, this is awesome super insightful as well um have you seen all the bands doing it um at competition this year or not here, um, but I do. I believe there was maybe a, a couple of bands did it um, in Canada there during. Uh, I think it was maybe in June or something like that. In fact, I have a student oh, really? um, who who's played of a band over there, um, and he was asking about it, and they and they did it at one of their contests, and it helped. They he, he had noticed that it helped them greatly. But I think there was another maybe grade two band over there had done it as well. Uh, that, oh, that I've yeah. heard about. So, you know, the thing is, it's from 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 my point of view, from 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 the band's point of view, it would be crazy not to, because you know you're just you're just creating a scenario where 
you don't have to, you, you know, you can eliminate a potential, you know, um, whole extra load of work, really. That's what you're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Um, you know, we never know, maybe we'll hear or see more bands in the future that, that will be doing something similar. Um, but I'm, you know, always um, uh, fascinated by, by, you know, you're always thinking about what could be done better, what could be done different to, to kind of like um, just maximize the performance, right, itself, um, and also have just put the best performance out there. Um, touching back on, on the music, so you've done... Uh, three or four albums. I, I uh, remember actually, we um, last year, um, my my partner's uh, dad passed away, and you wrote a tune uh, and, and for him, which was which was amazing. Um, and I remember talking to you about it, and you said, "Oh yeah, I have I have many tunes, you know, already written in like a, a book. Like, do you?" Um, what's your process you, you were talking about it's just in my head and then i just write about it right but do you do you have a lot of tunes that over the years you just write and put them into a book um you've you've launched two uh two books or three books um um one of them being a usb key again once again one of those like things that are you know kind of like new and fresh and into the piping world as opposed to just have your typical you know um book um like you are you planning to write another book soon or um you just keep writing tunes and um and and um and then kind of go back to it and see which one could be in the next medley or what what's the the process so um like i was saying like the composing thing is something that just happens um and i don't ever really try to force it um but the nice thing is that it just it's, it hasn't completely stopped or anything like that. So there's still, you know, the odd time when I, you know, during the, the sort of closed part of the pipe band season when I don't have to con concern myself with, it, with keeping the band going and getting it sounding as good as it can and stuff like that, I tend to have a bit more free time. And, and I dare say, I would I would say there'd probably be a, a few tunes might come out of my head during that period. Um, but kind of, the way it's kind of, worked over the years is the sort of get there there was so I've got two digital books, two ebooks. Um mm -hmm. and there's two there was two books prior to that as well actually, um, with some of my oh, right. really old material from when when I was young. And the the, the first two books, uh, the paper books, they were full of the tunes that were recorded on my first two or three albums, CDs. Um and so they, it made sense for those tunes to be published in, in these collections, um, along with a lot of other tunes that maybe didn't make it necessarily onto the CD because, you know, you've only got a certain amount of time um, to, to be using or to, so that you, to on a CD. So mm -hmm. um, that was those two books and, and they were published. And then, of course, I kept just writing after that. Um, and then... The I got to a point where I had a, enough material I felt to be able to produce a new book. So then right. at that point I'm thinking, how do I do this? Um, do I want to do another paper book? You know, and then I'm thinking, I'm looking, I'm thinking to myself, like I don't buy books. Most of what I've got now is all digital stuff, right? Because you know, it doesn't degrade. You can't really lose it, and you know it's all based in some kind of cloud-based storage. Um, so I was thinking myself, 
do I really want to go down the route of doing another paper book um, and all the associated costs and things like that involved with that? Because it's quite it's quite an expensive business to produce. It is. Hard, it could get yeah. It could get really book. expensive. Yeah, yeah, true. very, very true. Um, so then I ended up talking to uh, to Jason, and it was actually Jason. Jason uh, come up with the idea of doing a digital book. Um, and then, of course, through that conversation came that, well, well why, why don't we do a, a USB card? Um, because then at least, you know, there's, there's a physical a physical item that's, that somebody can, that's a tangible thing that they can hold. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was where, they, that, that was where the, the, the first idea of doing uh, a digital book came from was um, usual, you know, conversations are great, great things for, for, for opening right. up thoughts and, and coming up with some ideas, great ideas and things like that. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I didn't have too much experience at any kind of, you know, d- doing layouts and all that kind of stuff. Um, so Jason helped me greatly with that um, and basically did the whole layout and all that kind of thing for the first, the first of the, the digital books. Um mm-hmm. And that was released, I think, in like 2012, maybe 2013, in about there somewhere. I think it was somewhere around about there. So anyway, after that was released, kept composing, still writing tunes. And um, sorry for these pings. I don't know how to turn these things off. So I don't know if you're sorry. hearing any of these pings. But anyway, it's okay. So yeah, then I had all this material um, ready to do a second digital so that'd be like a, my fourth uh, collection of collection of patrons, and so I was like, right, I'm going to learn or try and figure it figure this out um, to see if I can actually do it myself this time. So it took me a while, um, but eventually I managed to figure it out and uh, get everything done layout wise and. Managed it. I was really actually quite impressed with myself because I managed to figure out how to make the PDF. <laughs> actually, I remember you right? reaching out. That's right. I remember you reaching yeah. out. That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Pick, pick the brains of people who know. That's it. You know. Um, yeah. So after speaking to yourself and uh, figuring it all out, um, it then became a, a fully navigate you, you can fully navigate the book um so you know using it on a on a phone on a small small screen on a phone then becomes a hundred times easier because you're not having to scroll all the way through this thing to find the tune you right. just click on the tune title on the contents page bang it takes you right to the page so it just it's cool uh and i'm particularly impressed with myself for being able to work that <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome <laughs> Perfect sense, though. At the same time, you know, it's like why wouldn't you, if you can if you can do something that's going to make right. life easier, you know, and it, use it on on a on a small screen, it's fine on a on a on a you know on a a Mac or a, a tablet or something like that. It's easy enough to 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 do it. Scroll through a book on on a, a screen mm-hmm. that size, but on a phone screen, you know, you sitting on the train with your electric charger, your headphones in. Uh, on your phone screen, looking away, and, and it can, just makes it so much more convenient, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's great, um, and I'm glad you're you're proud of the. Uh, yeah, I feel like you're uh, more proud of the uh, the result in terms of the design and the layout than the tunes themselves inside inside the book. <laughs> 
which is kind of funny uh, for people listening, uh, probably the opposite, but <laughs> that's awesome. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's to be able to, to, to package something up in a way that's, that's, that's totally sort of usable for people, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's, that's the, mm -hmm. the, the end result there. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's right. Before we um, we touch into one of your uh, your new uh, hobby, which is which is cooking, we'll get into it. Um, I like to ask uh, people about um, just their their favorite medley, uh, or or it could be a tune. You know, um, I have definitely a few uh, tunes. You know, extreme uh, one that you wrote, which I think is cracking, is just you know awesome, never gets old. Um, but you know, if you had to pick. Admittedly, that you put together as a band, or a tune that you put together, um, you've played, um, uh, or one that is coming up, and, and uh, you know no one's heard yet. But what is your favorite, yeah, tune or admittedly, and and and, and why? That's a really tough question. You talked about the medley um, of is... uh, the pibrock, right? Like, is it is it quite up there um, with yes. with? So. That medley um, would be pretty high up on the list. Um, it wouldn't be at the top though, because it, it's it's such a difficult question this for me to answer. You know, people ask you, you got a favorite tune or blah, 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 blah. And I always find that a really difficult question to answer because I have so many things that I like, performance, performances that I like, uh, not mm -hmm. maybe necessarily the actual content, but the, the performances cap, captured my attention um, or been inspirational. Um, so to, to give a, it sounds like I'm dodging it, dodging the question, um, but it's really a difficult, for, for me it's difficult because it could, it, there are so many different things that I have liked over the years that right. I've heard. Like for a long, a long time, um, the only thing I would listen to, because I don't really listen to that much music, believe it or not, outside it, and I don't really listen to much in the way of recordings of pipe bands either. Um, so for a long number of years, <clears throat> one of the only medley recordings that I would ever listen to was Victoria Police's uh, medley from the 1998 World, the year they won. Where they won, right? Yeah, Fantastic yeah. performance. It's just a fantastic performance, you know. Now it wasn't without its 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 wee blemishes here and there, but from a from a from a performance point of view, just the emotion you could like, you know, you hear talk about people talking about, you know, they were conveying the emotion and the performance and things like that. I've never really been one for being able to see that, but there are very few occasions where I. I have been able to latch on to that, and, and you can you can clearly see that that performance meant a lot to these people that were do, that were given it. It was a fantastic medley, nice tunes, um, well put together, well constructed, good harmonies, blah 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 blah, excellent ensemble all, all the way through. The, the, the and a really fantastic tune to finish. But the performance itself was captivating, um, and then a few years after that, along came another one. Right, and the one, the other one that stands out for me is uh, was Field Marshall uh, from two thousand and three. The Fiddlers Rally was now, it? They didn't win that year. I think they were. Yeah. What? Sorry. What was the tune? The the yeah. The no, they didn't. Year? There's the thing. You'll ask me what the tune is, but I don't know. Couldn't <laughs> tell you. But I do know that 
the medley finished with this high, the Highlandman kissed his mother. Just a fantastic wee set of three reels at the end of it. Dancing feet was in there and, and stuff like that. And it was just, again, it wasn't so much the medley itself, it was the performance. Now, the medley is, was a fantastic choice of tunes. Again, well put together. Good, fantastic playing. And, of course, you know, Field Marshall's phenomenal sound. But mm-hmm. the performance itself. And, and that, that one has stuck for since then, since I first heard it. Um, wow. There hasn't been, for me, another that's came close, and I, and I include my own band in that. Now, we have had some really enjoyable performances, but from a standout perspective, m- maybe I would include our medley performance from 2019 uh, in that same sort of bracket because it was, uh, it was uh, again, it, it, had its, it had its blemishes. But from a performance point of view, it really kind of captured, captured me, you know? Right, right, right. I, so I, I kind of have that dodged your yeah, no, no, no. I don't this have is an great. absolute favorite. <laughs> this, yeah. um, this is great, especially because you you write so many tunes. Um, you know, so it, it's you, you know, it's like a kid. You can't pick your favorite kid, right? But um, um, I like that you're talking about those old medleys, uh, and from different bands as well, right? It means it says a lot about you that you're listening to other bands and you appreciate, you know. But also the fact that you're talking about the performance itself and how it feels as opposed to be like, oh, it's, you know, two or three great tunes, but or the sound was amazing or the ensemble was amazing, but you're saying like it was actually the whole package that really feels like a special thing to listen to. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic um, to, to hear. And then, uh, yeah, lastly, we, we have a, a couple more minutes. Um, I want to kind of wrap this conversation up with... Um, uh, obviously, for those that don't follow you on Facebook, you're you're really into cooking. Um, and we had discussion before. I, I remember um, when I had you on the phone last year um, talking about cooking, and and uh, now it's like uh, every week there's like the 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 Chris uh, uh, Chris Chef, Chef Chris uh, cooking photos uh, online. So what what's the what's the story behind it? Just like another hobby that you didn't think you had in, in you, and and now you're you're all about it. I've I've always I've always enjoyed cooking, just never really been that into. Uh, I like food, right? Uh, <laughs> I nice. really enjoy food. Uh, and, <laughs> during the lockdown, basically, is to blame for it, right? Right. Um, I the very first picture that I put up was a picture of a, an omelette, right? That I had made, <laughs> and it came up. I think it came up memories the other, the other day on, on social media it came up on 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 my memories and and it was like mm, something along the lines of who needs pipe bands uh when when you can cook or something like that right and it just really kind of grew from there um and then i started to kind of right get into it now i must add that most of the recipes that i'm cooking are not my own recipes. I'm, I'm, I'm taking them from here, there, and everywhere, just anywhere I get inspiration. And, and actually, follow a lot of channels now. Um, really? Lots of different types of uh, cuisine from, from all over the, the globe, right? So, but what I, what I realised was, through the process of, of sort of taking these recipes and, and cooking them, was I started to 
learn a bit about, and this is the this is the the, the bit I don't think I appreciated fully uh, to begin with was that cooking is like anything else. Really, you've got to learn how it, how it works. You know, so you can't just fire everything into anything you want into in a pot and expect it to work. You know, so I was starting to learn about herbs and how to cook with herbs and what herbs work with this type of thing and that type of thing and blah 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 blah, uh, and it just became interesting, right? Um, it became interesting. And then, of course, I, I started, I was putting the pictures up on social media. It was starting to get a bit of, a bit of, a bit of attention up. and things like that. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. Who, who, doesn't, who doesn't enjoy a few likes on a, on, on, a, on a post on social? You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, I just thought, you know what? And then people started talking to me about it. Um, like, there was a couple of people got in touch. Like, my sister was actually one of them. She says, you know, put your picture up today, today yet. And I was like, no, I'm not cooking. I'm getting a takeaway. Oh, <laughs> oh. I wait on it coming out every now because it gives me inspiration of what I might cook for, 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 for our family, for, for dinner and things like that. And there was a few other people that get in touch, you know, during the, the in and out of lockdown thing and said, you know, we're, like, we really enjoy your posts because it gives us a wee bit of inspiration of what, we, what, what you we cook. And I, you know, so I think I'm going to be people to get, get their hands out a wee bit more often or something like that. So that was one of the other main reasons why I kept it going was I was enjoying it. Um, I think during the whole process as well, I managed to improve slightly on my photography skills as well because some of the first ones were pretty grim. Um, but just giving a wee bit more, you know, the angles and the light and all this kind of stuff. Um, so it was it was a bit of fun. It started as a bit of fun, and it still is fun, and I still really enjoy it. But I'm not doing it anywhere near as much as I was during the whole. And I'll tell you something else: it cost an absolute fortune. Yeah. <laughs> Get out and buy those. That is really. Oh, yeah, I wish I could. I wouldn't. It's a bit of a disaster right now. But I, I wish I could show you my my spice rack. It's it's like it's ridiculous. Really, the spices and herbs and all that I've got. So um, yeah. Uh, should we really, really fun? Right now, that's awesome. Should we expect a um a book about cooking soon, or uh, is this in the mix, or is it something like? Cooking and bagpipe that could get together, uh, you know, merge, bridge the, the two hobbies. Yeah, you, it's funny you mentioned that because it, it, it was a thought. I can't remember if maybe I mentioned this to you or not, but it's a good question because I have toyed with the idea of doing a piping cookbook. So, you know, Doing some, getting some recipes in there, but also getting some tunes in there, and and just you know merging the, the, the two the two. I mean, obviously, piping's not it's it, it's 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 my thing. It's what I do. The cooking's a bit of a it's a hobby. I would call it a hobby. Um, but bringing the two things together may be quite cool. Actually, may be quite a nice thing to do. It is. So, oh, wait, that's amazing. Um, it's just fine. Yeah, it's just finding the time to, to do it. I mean, I've certainly got plenty of tunes there to pull it off, and I've got loads of pictures of things that I've got that I've cooked that I could use to put, to maybe do something, you know. So 
But uh, aye, it's definitely it's a, it's, a, it's another one of these ideas that's kind of at the back of the head. All right, uh, working away. So maybe in the next few years, we'll, we won't be surprised if we see a, a book that has piping and and uh, and uh, and cooking in it. That, that's amazing. Um, well, I don't want to take too, too much of your time. Um, uh, maybe be before we go and, and we wrap it up, um, anything you want to promote? I know you're doing reads. Um, you uh, obviously have, you know, you're writing tunes. Uh, you're a teacher on the side. Um, um, is there anything um, that you want to call out? So the, um, the big things for me right now, um, I've actually stopped doing the reads now. Um, so... I'm not in production uh, with the drone needs anymore. However, there are some other things like I've got the, the Armstrong range of bagpipes um, that are uh, that are out there. Um, they are manufactured by Wallace Bagpipes right. for me to my specifications. Um, and I have to say, I mean, I'm not going to say they're fantastic set of bagpipes because I might put my name on them or anything like that. But the, the whole point with, the, with with those was to try to get something that was going to give me the tone that I like to get from an instrument with ease of tuning, ease of setting them up and all that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, you can just enjoy playing your pipes. Uh, also doing um, uh, the Armstrong cut of sheepskin pipe bag as well, um, which, again, isn't, I don't want to get my hands dirty, so I, I'm not making them either. Uh, they're being made by uh, Bennett pipe, pipe bag, so... It's, it's a bag that's cut to a shape that I sort of worked on with with Mark at Bennett, Bennett Bags. Um, and again, it's about comfort and, and ease of playing the instrument, really, you know. Uh, and then on, on top of that, yeah, I do, I do private teaching. Uh, I teach full time um, in the schools down in East Ayrshire here now. So I've got a full time post uh, teaching for or East Ayrshire Schools, uh, or East Ayrshire Council. And on top of that, I do private lessons and things like that as well. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Uh, well, yeah, best of luck this week. Uh, I know it's a full week of, of practices. For those listening, it's a um, Walls Week. Um, so it's going to be a full week of, of uh, piping uh, for, for you. And, uh, yeah, all the best on, on Friday and, and Saturday. I'll be, uh, I'll be watching. So, yeah, thanks again. Thanks, Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care.